0: Well, good evening, my friends. How are you tonight? We are doing fantastic. I'm technically assuming that we're both doing fantastic. I know I'm doing fantastic. Are you doing fantastic, Clay?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, always. I, good. You know, I, I'm, I'm upright, I'm breathing, and nobody's shooting at me. So yeah, I'm good.
0: <laughs> Any day like that is a good day, right? Always a good day. <laughs> All right, good. We're going to get the intro out of the way, and then we're going to chit-chat. Okay. Well then, what's up, my friend? What have you been up to? Anything exciting?
1: Um, you know, mostly mostly quiet weekend here in Eastern PA. Not, not a whole lot going on. We had some, a little bit of crazy weather kind of moved through. A lot of windy, a lot of cold. You know, yeah. it's stuff that just keeps you inside. It um, mm-hmm. did enjoy the federal holiday on Monday. That was very nice. Um, nice. You know, local to me, um, you know, the the barber shop right atmosphere, right? It's kind of mm-hmm. very similar to the the beauty shop atmosphere, I guess. Um, sure. But I, have a, uh, I have a local uh, gun store uh, that has a very like counter bar stools, go in there, guys go in, shoot the breeze um, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And I spent probably a couple of hours yesterday at a place called Shoot Angry Incorporated, Shoot Angry Inc. Right around the corner my house. Yeah. Great little place. Great gun shop. Um, good people and uh spend a, a lot of time, you know, just in there kind of shooting the shit, I guess. You know? And, <laughs> you know, it's but it's it's great. It is, it's one of those, you know, I'm not a drinker anymore. So it's right. not like I go to the bar and hang out with the bartender or whatever. But uh yeah, shoot angry right around the corner from my house is a great place that I just kind of go and hang out with the guys and and talk shooting and guns and world events and all that good stuff.
0: That's so cool. It's like, instead of like the coffee shop or whatever, or the, or the barber shop, like you said, yeah, you guys, yeah. that's a better, I don't know, to me, that's like a m- even more fun place to hang out.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, and people, you know, cause it's a retail place, like anything else, people come in and out, you know, and they join in the conversation and then they fade mm-hmm. out of the conversation. And so you spend a couple hours down there and you get a handful of people to pass through. It's a lot of fun.
0: That's awesome. I love it. I did not do what I normally do during this time of year. I, you know, as I've probably mentioned a thousand times, I hate the winter, Wham, wham, wah. And um, I, I hibernate as much as possible. Like during the week, I barely leave the house. Like there's been days where the truck hasn't moved for, you know, two days, three days even. And it's, I, I make like a contest of it. Like how many days can I go without leaving the house? You know, my husband's like, this is a problem. <laughs> this is probably not normal, yeah. but I do. I guys don't, don't worry. I do leave the house. I'm not a
1: Shut in. You're a yeah.
0: shut-in, Elsa. I'm a shut-in. I am like that little, little bitty and I got my, my little house coat on. All I need is like 20 cats and I'm all set. Right. Oh, but this weekend we were out every night. You know, we're, we're at that like stage of life. I don't know if it's an age thing. I don't know what it is, but if we go out, like normally, if we go out on say Friday night, we act like that that's it okay well we've been out i mean we did it we went out we're, we're not going out again we're like we just got to recover from that And it's not like we go crazy or anything we go out to dinner we have a nice dinner we maybe go see a band or something but you know then after that we're like oh well we went out friday so we're good and then if we have plans any of the other days we are so mad about it we're like oh why do we have plans this is terrible and but they were all great plans now i'm i'm, I'm panicking a little bit because people that we were out with are probably like, wow, that's really nice. (laughs) Really nice. Um, So taxing. So taxing. Right? Like, oh, I'm sorry. We're such a burden to you. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, it's bad because I'm, I'm not used to, I'm not used to socializing as, as much as, as we did. And honest to God, it was so much fun, but, you know, Sunday after church, well, no Sunday, we were busy too. So it was Friday night. We went out Saturday do we got during the day. I don't know. It's all a blur now. But Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we were we were out. Uh, every like just young party animals we were, and uh, even closing places down. We were out until midnight. It was crazy.
1: <laughs> you know, it, um, it is it is a little bit of the of the age thing, right? I, I mean, yeah. You know, uh, we talked about it last week. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I, I was out. You know, down in Florida, jumping out of an airplane, and it's a super social atmosphere. I'm, you know, it's all veterans, but you know, it's one of those early days that mm. ends early. Right. So, right. you know, I'm up at four 30, get dressed, you know, get some food in the belly, that kind of thing. And then, and then get there and we go through all of our prep and all that stuff. And then, you know, you jump and, and, and you're done by like, you're on the ground and everything's kosher by like nine o'clock, nine 30. Oh, wow. Right. And then we're back and we kind of, you know, shake out parachutes and we, we, you know, we pack them up and we, we put them away and, you know, you rolling into lunchtime and early lunch, you know, and we kind of hang around and shoot the breeze and everybody talks about the jump and, you know, just camaraderie and all that stuff. And you get done right. about 1230 or so. And by that time I'm like, I need a nap. Like I am done for the rest <laughs> of the day. Like I, I'm, I, you know, back in the old days, I hate to say this, not that long ago, i i jump out of a plane and that was like first activity of a two week training exercise. Wow. It's for two weeks after that. Now I do it. <laughs> okay. I, I gotta go lay down. Like
0: I'm, I'm now I'm, you need a nap. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't know. There's something about, and I used to like be so resistant to, to naps. Like I thought it was like, Oh my God, how could you sleep during the day? That sounds horrible. It sounds like you're wasting your life now. I'm like, you mean I can take a nap right now? <laughs> Oh my God. (laughs) Like the excitement is like, if somebody says, I have a million dollars for you, here it is. And that's how I feel about, you know, realizing that I could actually take a nap. Oh, it's, I don't know if it's sad or good, but it is
1: drifting back into being toddlers like, Oh, it's nap. It's nap. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nap time. Yeah.
0: Yes. Oh my God. Those little sneakers don't know how good they have it. (laughs) I mean, you get a nap and cookies, like, come on, what is better than that? i pass on the animal crackers. I was never a fan of those, but you give me a cookie. I'm a happy girl. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nap and a cookie. Elsa nap can be cookie. bought for a nap and a cookie.
0: So simple. So simple. Yeah. I, I'm like, yeah, no, that's, that's right up my alley. Food. I'm, I'm very food driven. I'm like, you know, like a dog in training. You know, how do you train your dog? How do you train your Elsa? I just, you just offer her food treat. and she's just, you know, she'll do whatever. Yeah. Treat. <laughs> so treat. Sad.
1: Anybody want a <laughs> treat? Do it for a
0: treat. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad. I should be embarrassed by it, but. No. it is what it is man hope for that oh oh my goodness all right anybody watching is sitting here going are they gonna are they gonna get on with the show are they gonna they're yeah. just gonna sit and talk about themselves all day come on you guys love it i don't know if you do or not but if you do let us know We'll, we'll, we can talk about ourselves all day why not not really we can talk about each other
1: <laughs> that we could probably do right for sure. that
0: yeah. would work that would be good yeah. Um, let's see. So what are we talking about today? Where are my little banners? Oh, okay. So yeah. So let's start off with, uh, Alexi. I'm not going to say it right. It's Navalny. Navalny. I can't see now.
1: Yeah. I said it like Um,
0: five times before and I said it perfectly. And all of a sudden now when it counts, I've just froze. That's sad. I'm glad you got it. though.
1: I think it's Naval Navalny. You're yes. right. It is you know, for those, you know, everybody knows, I think it was in the headlines all over the places. Health has been failing, but to go backwards in time, you know, mm-hmm. he was a, a opposition leader to, to Putin an act political activist, blogger, lawyer, among other things, you know, he got, uh, I think it was 2020 he got poisoned. Yes. Yeah. Big, big surprise there. Right. Um, he right. got Poisoned, um, almost died. And mm-hmm. then went to I think they moved him, they got him out and got him to Germany.
0: They got him to, to Germany, yes. And yes. then
1: for some I, I mean, you want to talk about a guy who's dedicated to trying to improve his country. He turned around and went back to Russia.
0: Right back. Yeah, and right. of course got arrested. Got arrested. And, and, you know,
1: and he's basically been in jail. Been in jail since then.
0: And yeah, and here's a uh, a picture. Right of him there. Yep. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, that's pretty amazing. Like to you know, you've just been poisoned. You've just recovered from getting poisoned and you're going to go right back, right back into the thick of it. It's uh, yeah. Dedication or crazy. A little bit of both. Um, I'm going to go with dedication, though. I, you know, passion and and for the cause that he believed in in the country that that he loves and uh, loved and very sad, sad for his family, sad for everyone, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at his, uh, I'm looking at the, all the info now. He's forty, he was forty seven years old. Yeah. So how long was he actually uh, in prison when so when he came back? Was that 2021? Is that right? So
1: yeah, I think it was 2021. So he got poisoned in 2020. Rapid mm-hmm. health decline, almost died. Got him out. Went to Germany. Got treated in Germany. That was a pretty long recovery. And then I think, yes, somewhere in 2021, he returned to Russia and then immediately back in. So he's been in prison for three three plus years um, and, or three-ish years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everybody, you know, you hear, uh, the term a Russian prison, right? Or, a, you know, a, a Siberia, yes. the Siberia kind of a thing. I mean, that's essentially what happened to this guy. And it's, you know, it's no secret. I don't even know if Putin's ever really denied that, you know, his – People were behind it, the KGB or whatever the KGB is now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I, I mean, it's it's not a secret. I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody in the world believes that it wasn't, you know, the Russian state responsible for this entire thing, and it was right. the removal, the removal of a political opponent.
0: Yes, hmm. it sounds strangely familiar.
1: Opponent, right. Hmm. Yeah. And, and and by you know okay, so the poisoning failed and listen you know the United States is you know we we tried to we tried to kill Castro with exploding cigars right we're not a yes. like this. right we haven't been um but but you know the poisoning failed um mm-hmm. you know and for whatever reason he decided to give them another opportunity and and they arrested mm-hmm. him as you know shortly after he got back to Russia so political opposition out of the way in jail right assassination right. attempt failed, and then they just put him in prison
0: mm. yes, gee, I wonder there's somewhere else. I can't think of where it is that they're trying to put their political opponent in prison i just i can't think of I, I can't I, think of where that's happening it can't be can't be anywhere that we would live in that wouldn't happen well, right
1: and and let's be fair, right there is there's one sure. candidate who's got ninety one counts against him, and we're going to talk more about some of that here shortly yes. um but let's be fair and honest, both sides of the of the aisle, <laughs> like President Biden's under some pretty serious scrutiny right now, right? Let's his brother, is it his brother paid him $200,000 after mm-hmm. taking a $600,000 payment uh, for some, you know, out of the country medical something or something they were trying to Court a, a, a I think company out of Saudi Arabia, so that's being investigated. You mm-hmm. know, um, obviously you've got all the Hunter stuff, you've got the Ukraine stuff, you got the China stuff. It's all so we we've got no um, <laughs> we don't have a lot of room to talk about jailing political opposition because <laughs> yes. it seems to be going on just about everywhere.
0: Yeah, I it's, you know am am I crazy to think that this is a relatively new new as in. 2016. I mean, were they doing this before to each other? Everybody trying to get each other in prison? I mean, Clinton, I guess. Well, oh, Nixon. I Well, okay. All right. Well, yes, this has been going on for a long time. Yes, that well, does seem to be the answer, right? I mean, yeah. they were legitimate things. I'm not saying that they were, you know, in, inconsequential or, or trivial or silly or anything like that. But um, yeah, I guess that is part of the whole political game.
1: Well, and then depending on what conspiracy theory you, you know, prescribe to you, have got Kennedy even before mm-hmm. that I got him out of the way. Right.
0: Yes, uh, that's right. That's probably, it you know, yeah. that might be the biggest one. Right.
1: Right. So again, we're not, we're not above any of this, um, right. but this is being played out on an international stage under an international lens. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: And there's very little denial going on. Um, you know, it's, You can't believe it's a coincidence that he got poisoned, he got cured, and then he got put in jail, and then he just stayed there until he died. Like that's right. Yeah. So the
0: uh, the uh, official word was that he. I don't know. He just we just came back from a walk, and he was. Then he was unconscious, and then I don't know. I guess he just died. Like that was basically the official word from the uh, prison officials. Right. The the gist of what happened. He went for a walk, came back. And was unconscious. And that was it. Uh, this guy's 47 years old. Uh, you know, I mean, certainly probably given the conditions he was probably in, he was yeah. probably not in the best of health. You know, so could he have died of natural, unnatural causes or natural causes but caused by <laughs> unnatural yeah. circumstances? Um, certainly possible, but it's it's a little, a little bit inconceivable, right?
1: Hey, Ep- Epstein hung himself. So, Of course I he mean, did, there's, right. There's that, you know. Yeah. So, you know, the removal of political opponents while in jail or or political threats while in prison, also not uh, above, you know, potential within the United States. So we're not, right. you know, we, <laughs> you can make as many comparisons and parallels as you want with this thing. Sure. Uh, because, uh, I, you know, all over the media, people, oh, Putin, he's horrible and this and that. And they, you know, and yeah little bit of internal take a look inside first before you start saying stuff because we are not above the exact same things that are going on over there as much as we like to point fingers at Putin and he's a crazy man man. and everything else um but but there's plenty of evidence that that kind of stuff goes on right here and has been going on here for decades so yes yeah it's bad it's horrible i feel terrible for his wife who truthfully has been super outspoken Right, mm-hmm. I mean, she's putting herself on the chopping block.
0: Yeah. if she, she is. keeps
1: if she keeps running her mouth, you know, and don't make. I mean, uh, not to sound terrible, but if she keeps speaking out against Putin and the right. Russian government, she is going to end up the, in the same place. It's go, it's yes. not going to go well.
0: No, no, they don't really. Um, well, like you said, Putin is he's not denying it. I mean, I don't even think he's saying much of anything at this point, right? I think he's kind of like whatever and uh you know, so yeah it's it's not like here where they at least have to pretend to be good guys, you know
1: a little bit yeah, different correct, yeah, yeah, and, and that's you're right it's it's everybody you know pretending hiding behind you know things like oh well, he took an oath. <laughs> Oh, okay
0: <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> yeah
1: he, he took an oath oh, okay yeah You're I was like
0: it. you know you know I I remember back with uh the Olympics when they were in Russia I remember a story about the um the the rings the they were supposed to light up at a, a very specific moment in time and they didn't and literally the next day or within two days the guy that was responsible for that job mysteriously was found dead. <laughs> so they play by very direct different rules, I guess. I, they're not different rules. They're just way more direct, I guess, is the only word I can come up with offhand. But now my question, I guess, is, um, and I don't know if you have the answer or not, but my question is, like, why now? So let's say that they they did, it wasn't natural causes, just not a freak thing, and they got rid of an opponent like why right now is this is this a specific reason in this moment are they sending a message what do you think
1: that's a good question i i i'm not as up on you know current affairs in russia as i probably should be Mm -hmm. uh i i don't think it has any direct relation to what's going on in ukraine um i i i don't know if maybe maybe the impression is that um the Tucker Carlson, um, Mm. interview went better than, you know, is being portrayed, like, well, maybe Putin's not crazy. Maybe, maybe he's, you know, maybe he isn't, or, you know, and then they're like, well, everybody thinks he's normal. So let's take care of this thing now. I I don't Mm. know. It's a good question to ask. And again, I'm not as up on, you know, current affairs and as I probably should be to make that determination, but that's.
0: I'm definitely not as
1: we well know, but yeah. and, and, And nobody over there is asking the question. Mm. So you know, some international journalist who is outside of the Russian borders is probably the person to to start asking those questions. Sure, because um, you certainly don't want to do it from inside because you end mm-hmm. up there too. Yeah, that's a good no. question.
0: Why? Why in timing is a? That's a great question to ask. Yeah, I'm very excited that I I asked that question. <laughs> I'm very proud. Very proud of myself. I'm gonna pat myself on the back for that one. Yeah.
1: You, you I would jean Claude Van Damme it. with that. She would tell you that we'll circle back to that. It's okay. We,
0: yeah, they would have to circle back and yeah. uh, just don't have any answers for you for that right now. Yeah. And uh, yeah, <laughs> kick me out of the room for yes. even asking yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, so uh, we've got some some crazy times going on over here as well. Of course, what do we talk? Oh no, we're not. No, we're not on that yet. I'm going out of order. I was trying to. No, oh, we're you- we're staying. It all Stay rolls it. together. It's okay. It, it really does. It really does. You want to talk about Denmark?
1: Yeah. So, just continuing on the Russia-Ukraine thing. So, with yeah. the, the war going on, you know, continuing to go on in Ukraine, right? The Russian invasion. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And and you know, right? NATO as a whole, um, continuing to to back Ukraine as you know, as is probably in their best interests. You know, and I, and I've said this from the beginning, I think Ukraine is a NATO problem. So I, I think they yeah. should, you know, they should be the ones contributing. Oh, by the way, just as a mm-hmm. side note, before we talk about this, the, the, you know, NATO nations contributing, their requirement is to contribute 2% of their GDP to defense. Like okay. that's in the NATO charter. Okay. Mm-hmm. So whatever your GDP is, you have to dedicate 2% of that to, to defense, to requirement. Mm-hmm. for years it was like us and england and then it was us and england and romania there was like three or four or five countries max this mm-hmm. year for the first time maybe since <laughs> since nato stood up i think it's 13 countries Wow! Well, okay are over the 2% mark right mm-hmm. so when the threat, when the threat is real right people start taking this stuff seriously right so Talking about Denmark, um, I, I guess Ukraine put in a request to to NATO and maybe to Denmark specifically, but I think to NATO in general, they said, we need more artillery. We need more mm-hmm. cannons. We need more artillery to, to you know, continue this fight against Russia. We've lost enough or maybe what we have isn't sufficient enough. So they asked for more artillery. Denmark, right. that, which doesn't necessarily have a huge military, but they have turned around and they are giving every single cannon that they have to Ukraine.
0: This has to be unprecedented, right? Like nobody's ever
1: done. This isn't lend lease, right? This is not like us sending shiploads of rifles and machine guns to, you know, to England and to Europe. That's not what this is. Every single piece of artillery um, they are giving to Ukraine. Now I'm, I'm not, an expert at geography, but I am uh, a pretty well versed in you know geographical <laughs> geography when it relates to warfare. All right, yeah. so Russia, Ukraine, Poland, a little bit of water, Denmark. If you are <laughs> yeah. if you are really really worried mm-hmm. as as NATO as Europe as as a whole. If you are really worried that Putin is going to take Ukraine and then continue west. Mm-hmm. Right, I I think the last thing you want to do is give away every single piece of artillery that you have. Seems to, like a strange you know, choice. I, I I don't you know it's a str- it's a gamble is what it is right. It's it's yeah. a strategic decision that either they'll have time to get more or somebody else will cover for them or I I don't I don't know right. Um, but I thought it was very odd that the decision was we'll just give them everything. Just, yes just, caboodle we'll just give them all of it um and leave ourselves with nothing i i, I can't like you said i i think it's unprecedented i can't imagine yeah. another nation giving every single piece of anything um all, an entire capability to another country i just i don't get it
0: no i am baffled and i have no military training, expertise, anything. I, you know, I watched a few movies and I'm married to a guy that, you know, that's the extent of it. And even I'm sitting here going, that doesn't sound like a very good idea.
1: <laughs> no. And, it, and it's, you know, Desert Storm for all of us that are old enough to remember skewed how most people viewed modern warfare. Cause it was, you know, most people don't realize or remember that, you know, Iraq had the fourth largest army in the world when mm-hmm. that kicked off. Okay. And they were, wow. they were modern. They were trained. It was a professional army. They did have some conscripts, but, but it was a professional army. Mm-hmm. That war lasted 100 hours. That ground war. 100 we, hours, 100 hours. Mm-hmm. We, we, the, the, the coalition, mostly American um, rolled through there and smoked everything that they had. Right. Mm-hmm. And we saw we all you remember we all watch it on TV oh, yeah. we were putting bombs through, you know, air shafts. And it was the coolest thing in the world. And we all thought yeah. that that was how war was going to be forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know, there's some principles to warfare that don't change. And and having artillery is is part of that. Right. You you right. that is not right. a capability that is not a capability that you give up because now you think, well, drones and airplanes are going to take the place of that. Well, hmm. May, maybe to an extent, they're going to take some of it, but you don't ever give away your artillery like it. That's right. been going, since they just since they started launching catapults that became <laughs> like the best thing around. Sure. Um, and and, you know, they're referred to artillery is referred to as the king of battle. Um, it's a chess reference. Mm. Um, they're referred to as the king of battle for a reason right it is the right. one of the least mobile but absolutely the most powerful thing on the battlefield um and that's the chess reference like the 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 king piece on a chess game mm-hmm. um and and Denmark was like here you go just take 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 everything we've got I don't is. get it I, I, I really don't. don't understand it it's very strange. there's
0: certainly no strategy there I mean there's you know there's it's a gift basically right he's not saying
1: they're not getting okay. it back
0: There's no exchange. Yeah. Like you're never getting it
1: back. That's, you know, that's a gift. Yeah. And it's, I I guess it's a, you know, belief in, in NATO as a whole by Denmark. Like they just believe with their whole heart that, you know, if anything bad happens that they've got NATO to back them up. Mm. Um, But if, if, if I'm Danish, I'm, I'm not buying that. Like, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not buying it. So yeah. Very, very interesting by their, I think they have a ministry of defense if i remember yeah. correctly um, i think they have a ministry so if they have a ministry by their minister of defense or by their president i think it was a very interesting decision
0: yep it definitely is i'm sorry i'm playing around with our 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 um our things here <laughs> sorry guys um so yeah i uh, i don't this is going to be interesting as as everything that is going on in the world right now uh, you know, it's yet another one of those grab your popcorn moments and just sit back and and see how this is all going to play out in the world. And I, and I feel like that we are are just spectators to the most bizarre circus show on earth, and it just gets wackier and wackier every single day. And of course, you know, center ring, uh, center ring is of course you guys can guess it. Our guy, our guy, Trump. He's center ring always. You know, I mean, well, they take turns. In fairness, they all kind of take turns taking that center ring. But um, he certainly gets a lot of a lot of time up in that center ring. And of course, um, uh, yeah. What was the number three hundred and what's the number? Uh, I think three fifty five. Three hundred and fifty. Yeah, three hundred and fifty. Yeah, over. It's not going to be actually over that. I guess by the time it's all. Said and done. Uh, I, I have on here like three hundred and fifty million. He was fine. He, they barred him from running. We're talking, of course, the the New York trial that he uh, lost, and they uh, are barring him from running businesses in New York for three years, and that uh, goes for his sons and several business partners, associates, partners, associates as well. Um, I think the word of the night is unprecedented, right? I mean, this is yet another are you kidding me? Wow. Moment. And, you know, in the obvious, of course he's going to appeal. Um, but, uh, this, uh, what's his name? Judge Arthur and Gorin. Is that how you say his name? So, he's quite yeah. a character, quite a character to say the least. Um, Leticia, uh, Letitia James. I mean, this is, <laughs> I think I, I'm, used... so I'm not a,
1: I'm not a business real estate guy. So I had to, I had to get mm-hmm. smart on this. Um, mm-hmm. And really understand kind of the nuts and bolts. So, um, I, I, I watched and listened to quite a few people who you know work and and live in this realm. And the best explanation that I heard was this: so the the charge of fraud was based on the fact that in an attempt to borrow money to continue to build, to buy and buy real estate and build on real estate, mm-hmm. what President Trump did was he exaggerated, Essentially overvalued mm-hmm. his assets to the bank. Right now, right. The, <laughs> the, every business analyst, every business person that I saw talk about this all said the same thing. Everybody does this.
0: I was like, just going to say, everybody. I'm like, I would, I almost finished the sentence. I'm like, doesn't everybody do everybody. that? Yeah. Yes.
1: Okay. And it's, and it's, it's a, it's a negotiation essentially with the bank right when you right. say well you know i want to i want to borrow whatever you know mm-hmm. 250 million million. and they say okay well you've got to have x amount of assets to back that up and you say well i've got this and it's mm-hmm. worth you know 140 million and they go well, we we value it at 110 and then mm-hmm. it's like okay well l- let's right. settle at 125 you know what i mean and then and, sure. and so you go back and forth And it's a negotiation so that they know and understand what you have and what you can back it with when you get the loan, if they're going to give you the money and all. But again, commonplace happens all the time. Everybody does this.
0: And now, correct me if I'm wrong, but the kicker is he didn't, he paid everything. Like he didn't default on anything. He didn't default on anything. Right. So (laughs) there's no, there's no crime. There's no injury no one's hurt by this no one lost anything the banks didn't lose anything everybody walked away winners nobody got hurt and he is being fined for doing nothing wrong practices fraudulent
1: business practices is what it boils down to now uh, okay let's let's say letter of the law was Mm -hmm. wrong okay I'll concede that he was the, even the business guy said that yes, by the letter of law, he's wrong, but by common practice, everybody does it totally accepted, not a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, so there's that, but the aftermath outside of just him appealing, mm-hmm. I, I learned, a, I learned a lot more. And again, this is, this was a great, t- this is a great cool. one. because I,
0: <laughs> I, I really
1: did learn a lot on this one is so the three-year ban of him doing business. Mm-hmm. The repercussion of that is that he is going to most likely close down everything that he has in wow. New York City, Trump Towers, all, all of it. He is going wow. to close it all down. So that real estate will get sold that nobody can really afford to buy. Nope. Right. Or or if they can afford to buy it, they can't afford to do anything with it. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. All the employment, everything that goes along, everything that's got Trump all over it, in the city of New York, yes, he—they're saying he is going to move it if he loses the appeal. In the meantime, he will continue to do business right. as usual. But there is the threat of mm-hmm. all of that, everything that yeah. he owns, every business that he operates in New York is going to get shut down and moved because yep. he can't. They've—they've they've said it. They banned it three years, right? Um, so that's potentially huge.
0: So now, city. so, uh, so the wow, city loses his into tax revenue,
1: that's yeah. the thing they yeah. lose tax money and everybody wow. says, oh, well, he cheats on his taxes anyway, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. He might cheat on his taxes. He's still paying hundreds of millions of dollars, yes, you know, exactly. all of his assets, you know, it's yeah. crazy.
0: And but, by, you know, yeah. by what they think is cheating is, is taking advantage of all of the things yeah. that are, are. Every business uh, available does. to take advantage of, you know that most wealthy people do business. You know anyone who knows anything about money, they are going to look for every loophole, every you know everything. So he's not doing anything different than anyone else. It's just because he's Donald Trump, and they hate him. You know, to the to the expense of or, or to the um, detriment of the city of New York, yeah, the people of New York. How many jobs? Just Trump Tower alone? How many businesses are in there? How many jobs? How many are, are there? Residences in there as well? I can't Besides remember. Besides his. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, besides his, yeah. I, there, I don't
1: I, I think so. I'm not positive. I'm not positive um,
0: either. But yeah. but let's say let's just say uh, you know, uh an insane amount of of people are going to be affected by this. And then the audacity of and I don't know if it was Hochul, 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 I don't know how to say it. Hokel yeah. or one of the other ones, but uh somebody came out and said, you know, because uh, business owners in, you know, wealthy business owners in New York City are kind of like, Whoa, hey. Uh, how's what does this mean for me? This, are you going to come right. after me? And they're like, you don't have anything to worry about. Nothing to worry about. Okay, sure, we don't. So nobody uh, is yeah. taking out nobody is
1: taking out a loan like that in New York ever again.
0: It's no. not happening right. because
1: nope. they know that they can't do what has been the common practice, which is the mm-hmm. you know haggle back and forth with the the bank and and a little bit of overvaluing and and those kinds of things. They know that they can't do it. Um, one of these other business guys, and I should have got his name down, and I didn't. He said that there's um, New York has now, with this solely with this decision, mm-hmm. New York has turned into a loser city, and yeah. and he said that he, he grouped it with Southern California, specifically Southern and Central Los Angeles and San Francisco, right? The mm-hmm. Bay Area itself, because yeah. nobody is opening a business in San Francisco nope. and nobody is opening businesses in LA. They're all moving. So those are both loser cities. And now mm-hmm. New York has just joined that crowd because of this decision. And sure. because of what you said, which is all these business owners are like, I'm not going there. What are you crazy? Right. Like, why would right. I risk that? So yes. the repercussions of this, not just to Trump and not just to his assets, mm-hmm. but to future assets is just going to get worse.
0: Yes. Yeah. The, the very idea and real, real possibility that New York city could become essentially a ghost town. Now, is that an exaggeration? Sure. But not by much, not, not, not when you're talking about the amount of people, you know, tourists and businesses and just everything that that's there. Um, you know, they're overrun with migrants all over the place. Uh, those curfews, I'm sure, are working out very, very well, yeah. Yeah. no doubt. You know, yeah. I like we joked about it last week. We we're like, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure at at 10:59, they're like yeah. rushing back to the shelter, so they all can be all in, in their bed, all in their bed, in, yeah. tucked in, with their cookies and their yeah. milk. <laughs> but oh man, it's bad. And I'll tell you what, I haven't been to I haven't been to the city. I don't know. It's been a long time. It's been it's been quite a few years. Since I've been here, we used to go all the time. We used to go like we used to do our, our our four times. It was seasonal. We'd go four times a year, each season. We'd go to New York to the city and uh, make a day event, and just have a great time. You couldn't catch me there for for nothing. Nope not 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 unless I have to. Not if it's business and I'm in and out of there. Fine. Um, I won't be happy about it, but I'll do it. And uh, yeah. But for pleasure, no. I, you see the videos. You see all the things. They have destroyed that city to uh, something that's almost unrecognizable.
1: So two more things for context. One of them is, you know, so we talked about this is obviously it's politically motivated to go after mm-hmm. Trump. Right. No, no question. No, Nobody's even being shy about that either. Right. right? So you've got that. You've got all the poor decision making by You know, Mayor Adams, um, that's all going downhill. Even he's backpedaling and trying to, you know, course correct and and get things back on track. Mm -hmm. But if you go back and you go back, I think probably what's it been five years now, Um, the Amazon miss driven Mm. by AOC herself.
0: Right. Yes. So go back
1: those five ish years when she was so adamant Mm -hmm. about the tax break because that's what it was about. Mm-hmm. It was about them not paying their fair share of taxes. Right. Um, and that's why that whole thing got tanked was mm-hmm. because she wanted them to pay their taxes, not taking into account the amount, sheer amount of jobs and revenue that was going to come through the city. But because they weren't going to pay their fair share of taxes, Amazon said, fine, we'll go somewhere else. And they right. did. Right. Yep. So a couple of key Democrat moves in the last few years have really, really taken a toll on New York whether yes. people want to acknowledge it or not, or if they want to draw those lines and connect those dots,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: those that between that move, that Amazon, you know, sabotage, you know, Mayor Adams and all his, uh, and all the stuff that, the you know, um, defunding the police and and uh, that, and right. then all the migrants and everything. And then now this thing with president Trump and the aftermath, that's going to come out of that, mm-hmm. put those three things together. And, and now you're starting to get even diehard Democrats in the city of uh, New York very much like diehard Democrats in the city of Chicago, are going, what in the world did we allow to happen? Mm -hmm. Why do we... This leadership is screwing us. It's all going bad. And you're starting to get a a lot of you know shaky people living in the city. Um, The last thing, and I don't know if this is going to come to fruition or not. Have you seen this thing with the truckers?
0: Yes, I did. I did. Yeah, it happened.
1: And then now the guy's kind of backpedaling typical... (laughs) He's a Chicago guy. I think they call him Chicago <laughs> Mike or something I, like that. You know,
0: so I, I did hear a couple of things about his reasoning for, for backpack. I heard two different things. I heard one, uh, and I'm sorry, I don't know the guy's name. Do you happen to I, know it?
1: I think it's Chicago Mike, is what they call okay. it. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: it's like I really I, Yeah, I thought it was like truck or something or I think it was, yeah. yeah. So okay. Yeah. Um yes. So I heard two different things in the span of hours, and I don't know which if if even either are true. One that uh, his it was upsetting his grandson. And so that's why he kind of took it down. I don't know that you know that one seems you didn't hear that. I saw it. I saw it on X. Let's blame Twitter. Um, And the other one was because he he something to the effect of that he didn't want it to uh, affect other people's livelihoods, uh, by pushing, pushing that on them. I don't know if any of that is true. If, if any of that was the reason, but for whatever reason, um, oh, and then I also heard that he only took it off of like one platform. Like he only took it off of, uh, Twitter or something and it's still, Active, um, so I don't know. I I don't know. Do you do you have more intel well, on that? Well, so for those I that
1: aren't tracking. So this guy, Chicago Mike, I think that's what they call him, or that's what he goes by. Um, he is a a truck driver um, mm-hmm. and has you know tried to mobilize very much in like the the, the French farmer you know kind of thing that's yes. going over there, right? He's trying to mobilize right. the truck driving force of the United States to stop making deliveries to the city of New York. Um, yes. Now. You know, I I think he was kind of playing to the independent truck drivers. I obviously for the the big companies, they're not going to stop. And, you know, Mm -hmm. the other the companies that have their own fleets are not going to Amazon and others are not going to that. That's not going to stop.
0: Sure. Right.
1: I think he was really trying to play to the independent truckers to say, listen, we're not happy. You know, we're all conservatives. We're all Trump lovers. We all we all think this is garbage. The lawsuit's Mm -hmm. frivolous. They're just screwing with him because he's Trump. So screw the city of New York. Let's just stop making all deliveries to the city. Um, and that was right. his That was his his play. Um, but then he came back, I, and I don't even know if it was 48 hours. It might have been less than 48 hours because it, was it gained quick. traction. It gained traction very quickly. Very, then, very
0: quickly. Yeah,
1: and then all of a sudden it was like, well, um, maybe, <laughs> maybe that's
0: a good idea.
1: I, I think your point of – you know, I don't think he thought through the impact of the, you know, the small bodegas and uh and the, you know, the mom and pop places right. and the smaller, you know, stores and shops that really need those deliveries and how much it was going to affect them. And yeah. then, oh, by the way, the, the consumers in New York.
0: Right. right?
1: It's not just yes. going to hurt the city, it's going to hurt the people that live there. Mm-hmm. Uh, while I, I admire his gumption and the fact that it, did gain traction very quickly it was pretty impressive. very
0: cool. Yeah. I, you know, I, I suspect it this guy that it was
1: misplaced I think that was, yeah. bad, that was a bad call. Yes.
0: Yeah, definitely. I, I suspect that he was just angry about yeah. uh, the, the verdict and uh, expressed his feelings. Um and it, it grew legs, it grew legs and ran. <laughs> and I don't think he was expecting that to happen. He probably yeah. figured, you know, I, maybe, maybe I don't know what his following is, you know, but maybe he had like just a, a, a you know, modest following. And he figured he was just venting and throwing out an opinion. And uh, yeah, and it, it, like you said, on, it was definitely under 48 hours. Let's put it that way. So <laughs>
1: yeah. Chicago Mike got famous real fast.
0: Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yes, yeah, he got his
1: fifteen minutes. That's for sure.
0: Woo, whether he wanted it or not. So yeah. yeah, and you do feel bad because when these people get thrust in the spotlight like spotlight like that, and they're unprepared for it, you know, you get you get both sides of the spectrum. People are telling you that you know a lot of expletives and and not very nice things, and you're just sitting there like all I did was give my opinion on something i didn't know this was going to happen and then other people are bolstering you up and and you know trying to make you basically their mascot so i feel for the guy because that is a uh alarming position to be put in when you're not looking for it or expecting it right so yes social media man it's crazy i mean i guess it's one of those uh um Cautionary tales of like always assume that if you put something out on social media, that it'll go viral. Now, chances are, obviously, it will not happen. But but if you go into it always assuming that it will, you better make sure it's something you really want out there.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And again, if you're not like, I'm sure that the first time it happened to you, that Mm -hmm. you got a little bit of hate traffic, you were like, whoa, whoa. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, whoa. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And and I, then then you kind of, I hate to say you get used to it, but you, you kind of do.
0: You do, um,
1: yeah, but yeah. I mean, this guy, you know, whatever Chicago Mike or whatever, probably wasn't expecting because he got both sides of it. I'm sure, right? Like you said, he got people that were cheering him, and then people mm-hmm. that were probably, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if that guy had threats against his family. I mean, you know, oh, I, I, I bet you know, and it,
0: people are bonkers, and,
1: man. <laughs> yeah, and he, I'm sure, like you said, he wasn't prepared for that. He just threw yeah. it out there, and it, and it went nuts. So yeah, yes, I don't envy yeah. him that.
0: No, I know. And I, you know, I would put money on that. That is exactly how that whole thing went. Just, you know, here's how I feel about this. And just spoke off the cuff, threw it out there, not expecting it to grow legs. And it did. Poor guy. But uh, yeah, so I wish him well, you know, I hope whoever, if he just can't, you know, uh, quits all his social media and says, I'm done with this nonsense, or if it pushes him into, uh, you know, who knows, maybe, maybe a spotlight position, who knows, maybe that'll work out really well for him. No idea, but maybe he but-
1: is from Chicago and maybe he'll run for governor of Illinois. That would, hey, be, nice. that would
0: be interesting, <laughs> right? That
1: would be a, big, that would be a nice, it would be a nice change of pace for that state.
0: Yes. Oh my goodness. But Hey, talking,
1: talking social media and things, you know, technology and things getting out of control. I mean, you know, our, 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 you know, this topic AI, uh, you know, I, I had a little bit of a wake up call, My my best friend, you know, we, we, we commiserate all the time. He works in, he works in Hollywood and uh, Mm -hmm. you know, he's, he, he does a lot of things in Hollywood. He's a TV writer. He belongs to the guild, which they just went through the whole strike and then you know the, the sag strike afterwards and everything else. Right. Um and and you know, a lot of that or that a lot of that was based on um revenue from streaming, right? Yes. Because for years and years and years they they all relied on residuals. Contracts were based on residuals from reruns and replay, mm-hmm. right? So if you wrote for right. a TV show and it aired you know, prime time, you got a certain amount of money. And then when it was shown in a rerun in prime time, you got a certain amount of money. And then every time, like, you know, the people who, you know, like the, the cast of friends is still getting money off of reruns.
0: Oh yeah. they will I'm sure. in perpetuity,
1: yep. right? But right. what was never being accounted for or not being accounted for well was when somebody went to Netflix or they went to Amazon or they went to Hulu or they went to whatever and they right. streamed something that you mm-hmm. did. I, they weren't getting compensated for that, right? Right. Streaming's been around for a decade plus, right? Yes. I remember my friend talking about this quite a few years ago. Like I think two two uh, uh, contracts ago for the, the Writers Guild, right? Mm. Um, yeah. And then this time it finally came to a head. So the news scare, they just settled the streaming thing. And now right. it's this, right? Now it's and, this. And you and I have talked AI a couple of times. Mm -hmm. Just casually between the two of us. But this is like AI is really, really coming to the fold in every way that you can imagine.
0: Every possible way. And the way that it it is and has been affecting actors uh, and those people is that uh, in a lot of different ways but just for one example when they want to do either say reshoots or you know change language or, or words or they want them to say things that the actors don't want to say they'll they'll use AI um, software to uh, uh, simulate it to you know basically take their their place use their likeness, but use AI software to have them speak what they want them to say, and that's creepy and crazy. So you know they're taking that away from them. Um, but AI, man, it's it's in everything. It's it's. There, people are using it for book writing. People are using it for you know for everything that you can think of. And you know, there's no um, you know, and hence the the Wild West. There's there's no regulation of this. They don't know what to do with it. It's it's so fast. It's it's uh, infiltrating every single aspect of life, uh, including your doctor's office, you know, robotics and, and all of these things. It's taking the the job of uh, people. It's taking over. You know, it's literally taking over the thing that everybody, you know, they made all those movies of the, you know, the A.I. is going to take over. or The oh, robots Terminator. are going to take over the world. Skynet on Terminator. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it, all A.I. exactly exactly and here we are and we're you know it's not like the the terminator where we're fighting it we're we're saying oh good oh you're making my life so much easier write my book for me write my uh you know my scripts for me uh do everything for me and um it's
1: crazy so our 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 law making process is Mm -hmm. bureaucratic and cumbersome which is part of the problem, right? We are not moving fast enough and we will never, as it stands right now, move fast enough to, you know, set laws in place, protections in place to protect Mm -hmm. against AI, right? Right. Um, There are nefarious people, horrible people in the world that will absolutely use AI in the worst possible ways that you can ever imagine because people suck and and that's our reality right oh yeah
0: and the lowest form of that is the uh these like spoof calls you know these uh you know we have your we have or uh mom yes. I've been kidnapped and it's an yeah. ai generated voice and you know and people are falling for it and terrible things are happening i mean that's just one of the many things but yeah
1: there's i mean it and it you know it can get a lot darker a lot quicker and i only make one, I'll make one reference And you guys can jump to all kinds of different places from that. Um, With AI, it is possible to develop without ever having a human being involved child pornography. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And you know, there is some sick son of a bitch out there who's going to do it if they haven't already. Right. Right. Now, is that legal? Is that not legal? It's Mm -hmm. not a real child. Right. It's, you know what I mean? Like you get into all these gray areas. And again, our legal system is not agile enough to 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 put protections in place to protect. Right. Friends. And, and, and right now,
0: you're right. There is no answer for that right now. No. There's no answer for that of what do you do? And I think, um, you know, not child pornography, but uh there was a big splash about Taylor Swift, yeah. uh, her likeness being yeah. used in pornographic content, you know, and it it is. Uh, the technology is so advanced now that people can't tell, you know. So it really does. It's not like, um, you know, I don't know. I can't even think of any of the the shows where, you know, back in the day when it was so obviously, you know, yeah. animatronic or whatever. Yeah. I don't know
1: green screen and and all kinds. Yeah, of yeah, exactly. Photoshop and all that stuff. It was always readily apparent. But right, you know, I mean, in every horrible way possible that you think somebody can use AI, they will use AI. Mm-hmm. And it is going to develop so quickly. Uh, and again, back to the conversation with my best friend, you know, he's, he said that the one of the scary things in Hollywood right now is, you know, if you take a script for a, mm-hmm. for a movie, whether it was written by a human being or written by AI itself, right. you will be in the next 12 to 24 months, you will be able to take that script, dump it into AI, and it mm-hmm. will generate a full length feature film with not a single actor in it done. And it'll do it in a matter of no time.
0: Right. So and, then, crazy, yep. and then
1: even if there's something bad in or something wonky or whatever, like they watch it and they say, ah, eh, let's, they just go in there and, and it's all digital and they just change it. Right. right. It's, it's not difficult. Um, so, you know, f- again, every possible way that you think somebody's going to exploit this, they're going to, and it yeah. is going to affect, and, and we are in a lot of cases, we're welcoming it, which mm-hmm. is just, Unbelievable, all the telltale like all of the cautionary tales are out there. We we joked about Terminator and Skynet, but that's right. you know, it, mm-hmm. that is a cautionary tale, that is an extreme cautionary tale, but it is out there. Um, yes, this is we we collectively you would have thought that our our conscience as a nation, as as human beings, would have mm-hmm. slowed this down, right? Yeah. You remember cloning, you remember cloning, oh, the sheep, yeah,
0: right? yeah, right? Dolly, everybody dolly dolly in the, the right? world.
1: Everybody, mm-hmm. I won't say everybody, the vast majority of the world looked at that and went, this is a horrible idea. Like right. we need to stop. But there was a handful of scientists that were like,
0: yeah. Oh, think what we can do next. We get yes. a sheep. Let's do a yeah. cow. Ne-.
1: You know what I mean? What's and, next? Yeah. Right. Um, and you're going to have the same thing with AI. You're going to yeah. have a, a, a group of people, people out there that are going to jump on it. I will tell you now as a substitute teacher, um, mm-hmm. kids love chat GPT.
0: Oh it's, yeah. I'm sure. Right? Yeah.
1: Schools right now are having a hard time protecting themselves from kids writing things on chat GPT.
0: Right. I was just hey, going to say, that's a, another level. Romeo and, and Juliet by
1: tomorrow morning. Yeah. <laughs> you know? oh,
0: gee, that's yeah. going to be so hard. Here you go. Yeah. Just drop you know. in a couple of lines, you yeah. know, and, and you can't, um, what, what are you going to do? How do you, you know, if they go in and change a few words and dumb it down a little bit, or I think even with that stuff, you can, there's different categories of, you know, summarize. Um, I, I've seen it. I, I know somebody who, who uses it for stuff. They plug stuff in there. And if they want it to, you know, they can choose whether they want the the language to be casual conversation style or professional, you know, business professional, casual, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I, you know, listen, I I, I get that the love and appreciation for uh convenience and ease and and fast stuff when it, and it's a fast paced world. We want everything five minutes ago and this is how we get it. But you know, now that this box has been open, Pandora's box here uh is open and how the heck do you get the lid on that? I you know, I mean I guess that's the million dollar question. Or I guess now, you know, with inflation, the billion dollar question. <laughs> the billion dollar right? That's nothing. Chump change. Yeah. Um but that's the billion dollar question right now. Like, how do you undo or or pump the brakes on this now that it's already so huge and it's infiltrated so much of our everyday life, so much so that we don't even realize how much we're already using or engaged with uh AI. So whew somebody has the answer to that question, <laughs> I don't have a billion dollars for you. Do you have a billion dollars no. for them? <laughs> okay, and, so forget and, the billion and,
1: dollars, guys. And the hard part is we're balancing because there are some things that are coming out of AI that are amazing. Some yes. medical breakthroughs that AI is coming up with that people could not have put to, the pieces together and certainly not as quickly as AI has. There, there's been some leaps already mm-hmm. because of the use of AI. So you're in that like, well, if we shut it down now, then then we like, this was awesome. We want to do more of this. And it's like, well, right. yeah, the problem is this awesome stuff is offset by this really crappy stuff over here that some dirtbags doing and, yes. and there's no in between. So yes, it's the billion dollar question. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we, we can't move quick enough on protective laws. And yes. I, for one, do not trust the United States government to be in charge of AI.
0: <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely I, 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 not. I, 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 yes. No that is way, literally the last
1: no
0: thing that we, anyone should want to happen. No. And, you know, but there are going to be just like everything else, people are going to be, you know, pounding their fists and saying, what are you going to do about it? Government, you know, how are you going to fix this oh, yeah. problem? Well, they're going to fix it the same way they did the social media, um, you know, with the the tech, you um, Hearing, yeah. you know, yeah. fixing it the same way. It
1: was so nothing successful. Nothing but
0: grandstanding. Yeah. yeah. They That's haven't done it.
1: anything, by the way. That was no. what, three ago? You know, three weeks ago, yeah. we talked about this. Nothing has changed. Zero. What?
0: Nothing's <laughs> changed? I'm shocked.
1: <laughs> yeah. But you're right. It'll Nothing. The U.S. government will waste more time and money and effort, and they won't control anything, and right. it won't matter. Um, and some smart guy like You know, Zuckerberg or Bezos or somebody's going to capitalize on it and they'll be in charge of everything within a matter of a couple of years.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I think the only answer for right now, guys, for all of us is that we need to be more diligent, more aware, um, more, man, we need to, you know, I hate to sound like the uh, the survivalist doomsdayer, uh, but we need to build a bunker. And we, no, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. But we do need to become a little bit more, go back to being self-reliant and not so dependent. So I I think the change, the only way you can start is like in our own homes with our own lives, with our own technology and all that stuff. And, and, uh, I am going to make a conscious effort, um, because I am definitely technology attached for sure. So, uh, I don't know where, I don't know where my, my changes are going to come, but there's something, I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) I tried, man. I tried.
1: <laughs> Listen, I, I'm the guy who can still sleep outside and kill my own food. So I'm, I'm okay. <laughs>
0: oh, I t- I'll tell you what I, I actually, you know, there's a weird part of me and I hate to go over here. We're, we're okay. Um, there's a weird part of me that like kind of loves the idea of everything getting shut down. Like I'm a camper. I love camping. So, and and I, I'm hardcore. I do the tent camping. I'm not, you know, I'm not so, uh, what's that called glamping? I don't do the glamping. Yeah. I don't care. Um yeah, there's a weird part of me that would love for everything to get shut down. Don't hold me to it because I'll be the probably the first one complaining, but
1: <laughs> well, you know, it, it's funny because um m- manual or you know rudimentary is the solution in a lot of cases. Like when we talked yes. about school, mm-hmm. um the answer is give the kids a pile of paper yes. and make them write a paper. Like yes. here's the final exam no chromebook no computer no tablet no nothing right write. the problem is is that most of the kids can't physically write it's not that they, mm. they like their handwriting is atrocious and they don't know yeah. person and all those other things but to you know keep them from using ai chat gpt and all these other things make them write out of their own brain yes and that's how you. so you do like the 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 converse of the the tech explosion is mm-hmm. to go back to rudimentary but yeah. you know there is some romantic kind of, you know, notion in that. I think it's pretty, pretty awesome. But, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I, that's, that may be the way we
0: got to go. Yeah, I think so. I think so. In the meantime, guys, um, after you watch the show, well, no, you're going to be watching it in the evening. Maybe if it's daytime and you're watching this or listening to it, um, go outside, get some fresh air, (laughs) get out in nature like that. I feel like that is the answer to so many things like turn off the, the phones and the, all of the distractions, go outside, get out in nature, breathe that air in and, and just disconnect from it all. Even if you could do it for like an hour or two a day, just, just that time to like, let your brain regenerate.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah, no, for sure. Outside's
0: important yeah all right guys that is our 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 healthy living tip for for the week (laughs) we are so appreciative of you guys hanging out with us Uh, we look forward to your comments you've been absolutely phenomenal engaging in that comment section and uh, we love it keep it up and we will see you next week clay as usual you get to close them out
1: hey just uh, one last shout out to jeff and the folks over at shoot angry inc you know my local gun shop great people and uh i always enjoy going over there They're, they're good folks but uh As always for me, keep moving, keep shooting.
0: Take care, guys.